Halloween month continues at the Lost at Home podcast with everything from blood-filled boobs to Alfred Hitchcockian sex dolls coming to life. And we finally unveil the first part of our Star Wars fan fiction saga with the debut of Star Wars, The Sexual Adventures of Earl Hall, Episode 1. Also, Ash vs. the Evil Dead looks fucking awesome. podcast here are your hosts scott bear and jeremiah johnson <laughs> I, I can say whatever i want um we'll start with that we'll start with you saying i can say whatever i want okay that sounds good <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do is gonna start with you saying let's start with you saying that fine um, i have been drinking a lot of san pellegrino lately which is terrible because it's not like any better than soda but it tastes so much better like i don't like soda so san pellegrino motherfuckers like the blood orange ones and the, and the never had oh they're so good they're just like uh they're like Ital- the italian sodas or whatever so they're like, they, they don't taste like soda. They're not really sweet. It's, yep. uh, they're fucking delicious. Um, like, so your, like your mom, uh, my mom's pussy tastes really good actually. Or did, I don't even, I didn't even ask if that's what you meant by that. I just, <laughs> I just assumed I, I left talking about my mom, yes. gotta be talking about her tasty, tasty puss. Uh, I could start that way. Yeah. <laughs> or we could start by welcoming everyone back for episode, what do we have to 87 now? 87. Yes. Damn, and, we've uh, been on for a while. And or or people, if it's your first listen, uh, welcome for the first time. Yeah. And uh, if you were listening last week, we had a promise of an interview this week with uh, Jack Davis. But you know what? We don't care about promises. So fuck all y'all bitches. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Jack Davis had a scheduling issue and uh, we can't do that this week with him. Uh, yeah, this was Jack Davis the... from. Oh, there you go. OK, you, you continue. You have more information. I just wanted to get oh. out that uh, oh. I used to love this comic book artist. I do. Jack Davis, and it's not that Jack Davis from Garfield, oh, but, right? Uh, Jack Jack Davis from Garfield. <laughs> he drew Garfield, um, right? He, well, he actually was the uh, founder of Garfield originally, and that cocksucker brother of his, Jim Davis, fucking stole it out from underneath him. And so he's been working like behind the scenes of this other one, Smarfield, uh, which is a mixture of the Smurfs and Garfield. So what he did is he ripped off the Smurfs and then uh, smashed it together with Garfield. Now he's under some legal troubles, so he couldn't do the show this week. So, but we were trying to get this other Jack Davis <laughs> from uh, Crypt TV from Crypt TV to do it. Yeah, Jack Davis co-founded Crypt TV with uh, horror legend Eli Roth, who who is uh, getting a lot of press lately for his uh, new film. And yeah, actually, his, Green, his Green new, Inferno. Yeah, and is actually his new. Uh, people are talking about it kind of ushering in i would say a new era of horror movie that he's trying to really push forward but really the new era is bringing back the old era yeah um, like 1970s type it, style yeah, which like is the, where it was at yeah yeah exactly uh yeah happy halloween month to everyone as well as right. you can tell by our uh interview that would have happened uh we're deep into halloween month now and we love halloween uh, so I think without further ado, we've been promising for about five weeks now our uh, Star least, Wars yeah. fan fiction. And because of the, the Halloween month and the fact that we got it done now, uh, we've incorporated a Halloween element into it. Uh, for anyone who ever saw the Star Wars Christmas special from 1978, uh, which featured Life Day, 
which is their version of Christmas. Right. Uh, we adopted uh, Death Day as something that we've created for Halloween for yeah. the people of the Star Wars universe. Because Halloween is opposite of Christmas, in our pets anyway. And uh, for the smallest amount of backstory here before we air the first of two uh, right. erotic fan fictions based on Star Wars, uh, these revolve around a specific figure, a uh, political writer named Earl Hall, he writes for AdamBWest.com, which is a right-leaning uh, propaganda-style website, uh, very Rush Limbaugh-esque. And uh, Earl Hall wrote some very disparaging things about the new Star Wars book, Aftermath. Uh, basically, it has gay characters. That and was, he said like, that was the yeah. end of the Star Wars universe. The end of the, yeah, the end of that whole universe. Yeah. Not the end of our universe. If we got, if we get rid of those gay characters, then our universe is fine. But that universe, holy shit. Star Wars Episode Seven comes out uh, December 18th in the Americas. And if Pretty close any, to Life Day. If yeah. anyone has a uh, cell phone with a camera and is going to see that movie and spots Earl Hall watching that movie, <laughs> if you can send us on Facebook or Twitter or message us on our website uh, a video or a picture of him enjoying the new Star Wars movie, we will mail you out a free t-shirt and uh, a gift. Okay, I'll probably I'll, we'll I'll throw in a Star crazy. Wars action figure we'll, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll make it worth your while. Absolutely. A, a Chris $10 bill. Um, a, a, a lovingly slightly used sex toy. Oh yeah, just slightly. Like slightly. just like a stain where you're not sure of like, wait a minute, did that come like th like it's wrapped in cellophane? <laughs> like <laughs> like a stain like that looks like it would have washed off, but why didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's just it's clearly heavily used we will uh, we will send out a very very hearty rich care package to anyone who can send us an original and don't rip this off the internet it has to be from you a picture or a short video of him enjoying star wars episode seven that is earl hall writer for adambwest.com the uh propaganda right-wing website who hates star wars right uh but because of all of that here is our fanfic on this city planet of Coruscant, there comes a day once in a cycle unlike any other. That day is Death Day, a festival of spirits and horrors. A day for young and old to pretend, through costume, to be someone else. It is on this day that Earl Hall, propaganda specialist for the Empire, lost his job, fired from his position due to his choice of Death Day costume. A droid. We join him now, jobless, desperate, covered in the silver coverings of a protocol droid. He wanders the streets looking for a watering hole to drown his sorrows. Freaking General West, Earl Hall muttered under his breath. Got no right to fire me. I'm no droid lover. I just thought it'd be funny. His polished officer's boots splashed a puddle by the curb. Muddy water alights upon the silver droid plating of his costumed shin. Damn it, he grumbles. Then, off to his left, he hears a metallic voice, devoid of inflection and steady in tone. Hello there. May I offer some assistance? It's a droid. A protocol droid to be exact. A dirty, rotten protocol droid. Oh, how he hated droids. They seemed to be everywhere. Years ago, he heard rumors of them being used in the great library of Coruscant. Then, in more recent years, the armories. A slippery slope, he thought. They just don't hold our ideals. First they take our jobs, then they take our women. Earlier that day, as Earl was being fired, he was informed by his superiors that droids now wanted to get married and make more droids using droid factories without sentient biological beings in charge. Droids making droids. Disgusting. Earl had gone to work today and metal faced to show his disgust. He never expected to be fired for it. May I help? The protocol droid asked. He stood half-obscured by the shadows in the opening of the alley. 
Earl could tell he was white in color and dirty. I don't need your help, you dirty bolt banger. That's not very nice, and neither is walking around in metal face. The droid responded. With that, he raised his arm and a horde of droids spilled out of the darkness of the end. A mass of arms and legs and metallic wings. Broken sex spots. Sex spots that Earl recognized. In all, there had to be 30 twisted and busted sex spots. All that Earl had previously owned and abused and fucked and thrown away. Why don't you love us anymore, Earl Hall? They asked in unison. Why don't you want us around? They bellowed. Then, from the cluster, came a single droid, a droid stripped of its coverings, the very coverings Earl now wore as a costume. Your boss didn't fire you for being a poor-taste death ray dresser, Earl. He fired you because I tipped him off. You're a bolt screwer. You can't hide from it. You fucked all these droids to pieces. Earl stepped back, nervously. You're all liars. You're a hypocrite, Earl Hall. You say we are bad and dress up as one of us as a joke. You're the joke. That was it. Earl ran at the droids with anger in his belly. He tackled the closely assembled gang of broken droids and fell into their messy pile of arms, legs, heads, and wangs. He struggled around and thrashed a bit. Then his anger changed to lust. And then, pure sexual energy. As he sucked and fucked his way out of the pile of well-used metal and wires. When all was over, Earl started to walk away. The naked droid called out. What about my coverings? Earl looked down at his fluid-covered clothes and glistening silver droid coverings sticky with oil in his own excretions. It's death day. I think I'll keep them. After all, I got fired because of this stupid costume. Might as well get some traction out of it. Did you learn nothing, Earl Hall? The droid called after him. Yeah, I did. Droids are like the town bike. Fun to ride unless your friend catches you. So here's my present for you to keep this quiet. He rolls a silver ball into the alley full of used sex spots. A thermal detonator, Earl says, as the droids begin to protest. Then... Boom! Now, I really need a drink. Earl, the racist murdering droid bigot, walked to a brightly lit street and looked around for a bar. There, he spotted one. As he walked, something happened. People started staring at him. Some pointed and whispered to their friends. Then, Earl noticed why. The screens on the walls of the buildings across the street clicked on. The images of Earl, himself, masturbating while choking one of the 30 sex bots who stood broken around him mere minutes ago. Another video followed that showed an R2 unit shooting small womp rats out of a hidden compartment directly up into Earl Hall's ass. These videos continued and looped, the orgy in the alley a few minutes ago playing as the climax just as he reached the bar. As Earl's world spun around him, the videos played planet-wide. He walked into the cantina and up to the bartender. Give me an ale, Earl demanded. We don't serve your kind here, he replied, pointing to the TV set behind the bar. Earl, sucking off a protocol droid with dildos for fingers, was on the screen. Happy death day! Now get out, you droid lover! Earl looked down at his sex-stained protocol droid coverings and left with his head hung low. End part one. 
That was part one. Oh, did you have a title for it? It was uh, The Sexual Misadventures of Earl Hall or something like that? What was it? Star Wars, The uh, Further Adventures of Earl Hall. It had something the to do sexual with Sexual Adventures of Earl Hall. Okay. Yeah. That was, uh, that was the se- Star Wars, The Sexual Adventures of Earl Hall, Episode 1. Episode 2 will be coming next week. Uh, so All, listen up for that. Also Death Day themed? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to pick up, well, similar to you know the uh, Star Wars universe, it's going to pick up you know, shortly after where the other one left off. Um, I probably so, could have gone deeper horror with that, but I, I kind of wanted to uh, exploit a little bit of what makes him a hypocrite and an asshole and a bigot. We could we can climax to the horror. That's fine. I feel like you're you're doing um, like New Hope, you know, and I can really just uh, do like the darker, uh, you know, Empire kind of. Maybe I can go a little darker in mine. Might have to do a third too. I, I we might we might have to. I we have and one then more a week pre- after then prequels. Yeah, I think we just keep going <laughs> until we get a cease and desist letter from Earl Hall. <laughs> yeah, like, like, he's a Disney's, real person. Like, Disney's not the one that's going to send it. Like, fucking go for it. But, like when you yeah. were just listening to that, he's probably like at home, you know, jerking off to very straight porn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely straight porn. Um, uh, so, but you know what? Here's the thing: is um, I haven't heard you. Uh, tell stories enough yet. So I'm going to have you tell another one. This goes back to uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Right? Uh, you decided to, well, not decided to, I believe somebody Someone on, asked us to. Some, yeah, somebody asked you to leave them a, fi- a, a review on Amazon for leaving us a five star review um, on iTunes. And you decided to go ahead and do so, but in kind of a lampoony type fashion. And uh, you've done so yet again. I don't know yeah. if this one was directly related to a review or this is just you for no, fun. No, no, I just decided to review some for the fun of it and this isn't even Halloween related so my apologies for our Halloween episode here our second of five probably I'll put, I'll, I can put like a uh, lightning crash or a thunder crash sure. uh, behind it screams yeah and... that's really like the only thing you need yeah just, that, that works yeah, go Halloween alright this is a review for uh, used burlap coffee bags a 10 pack alright the title is the mafia likes coffee and by the way I left five stars okay that's good This is the story of a man named Lips who spills the beans, literally all the time, in different situations. Meet Lips. He's the Mafia's coffee bean roaster, often hilariously confused with the Mafia's bean counter. Mm -hmm. Every Mafia head on the eastern seaboard employs Lips because he is the only man who can roast the prized Belmont brew. Coffee beans that pass through the digestive track of a winning racehorse of the annual Belmont Stakes horse race, and then through the winning horse's jockey, before being roasted. Lips' access to the higher-ups in the Mafia gives him access to many family secrets. Side note, he also has Parkinson's disease, which makes his coffee roasting job hard because he's constantly spilling the beans. Also, due to a rare form of high-functioning Tourette's, he yells people's secrets out when he's embarrassed. The exact feeling he feels when he spills the beans. Lips lives in constant fear of being off by Mafia bosses due to his crippling diseases and his inferior coffee bags. A situation like this could be avoided with one or more, maybe ten, of these. It might just save your life. Man, I'm really, I'm really pulling for Lips here. I, um, I, I Lips is the ultimate underdog. I, 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 definitely worth rooting for. And actually, the funny thing about this is, uh, not for we've got different sponsors through the month of, uh, of October, but um, down the line, we're actually working on trying to get Belmont Brew uh, as a sponsor for the show. Um, which is the the prized uh, coffee beans going through the you know the horse's digestive tract? Um, so and, hopefully, and, and the fingers, jockeys. Fingers crossed, we get them as a at least like a one off sponsor, maybe down the line. So, um, so thanks thanks for sharing that, uh, that Scotty. 
No problem. Have I ever I, called I, you Scotty I, before? I, I like writing things and I like fucking with people. So there's someone who sells used burlap coffee bags who just one day it was like, bing, on their computer. And they're like, oh, so someone left a five-star review. <laughs> and they just kind of stared at uh, it blankly, I think. And, you know. Are there any five? Were there any others for this product? You know, I didn't go that far. That would have required research. Like looking on the same page you left the review? Yeah. <laughs> Where it either says no reviews or nope, nope. nope. I moved. I moved on quickly from that. Like, did you click a a, a button that said be the first to leave a review or not? That's a thing. No, no, you no, don't know. No. But All if right. you go look for it, you can find it. And if you want to look and see if there's other reviews, go ahead. Go go fucking look for reviews on anything you want because I don't care. Yeah, obviously. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave one that says you know in a tragic turn of events, Lips decided to use this to suffocate his wife, and uh, now uh, uh, through uh, with the burlap sack. I don't know how big these are. Are they small? Um, I would think burlap sacks for coffee are all the same size. They're the potato yeah, okay. race the, yeah, style yeah, yeah. size. Yeah, the sacks. ones that they sell the. They're yeah. standard sack size, Jer. They're 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 like wife. So, could, could you suffocate a wife with one of these sacks? You could. You'd have to ask her to kneel or a husband, down inside a husband, of but it. But lips, lips specifically, uh, I'm guessing has a has a wife. He's not exactly happy you, with. Why her. do you assume lips is straight? Are are you pulling an Earl Hall? I am actually. I've, I've been tainted by uh, Earl Hall. Actually, uh, well, I, I just like in the mafia. If he's already in the mafia, like the mafia is very homophobic. I don't think they're going to be uh, employing a homosexual. You know, I just realized when you said tainted that I don't think I've ever seen that as a subcategory on Pornhub or any of those kind of places. Um, taint, like well, there's no taint porn. There might be like a taint category. It might not be no, like a, I don't think there's it might a, not be like a niche. But I think if you dig deep enough, you could leave like it's a, probably a, category. a keyword. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But they have the ones where you can click on the keyword. So it's not like a full niche category. Um, it should be a full niche category. There's a lot of play. You a lot can get of, with there's the a lot of taint taint stuff. A lot of taint porn out there. Uh, or there should be. There's sorry, like, that was my own musings. So, so it's it's like uh, you're talking thinking like rim job stuff only like down no, to the taint no, no. or like, just like, uh, like like just like, yeah, like poking it like like finger painting F- finger Fing- paint finger tainting finger paint taint finger tainting finger like tainting where it's just like you poking a taint or or sure. giving it a come hither motion. I, I would watch. I feel pretty good. I, it's I a would, sensitive area. I would watch a video of just a finger going closely to a taint and then just <laughs> touching it and then pulling away for 30 minutes just repeating it is like the lightest little yeah. gentlest touch it's like edging taint style <laughs> oh for Halloween they could edit it down to just one touch with a glow of light and he goes Idiot. yeah I uh, actually I, I had I coined the term a while ago I don't know if anybody else has picked up on it of uh, Elliot-ing where you uh, two men just touch penises gently and that's that, like a sexual it's, thing. It's kind of like docking. Well, the docking is where like there's a it, where the uncircumcised male puts his uh, foreskin, I believe, over top of the other male's. That's why head. circumcision is how it should be done. Circum uncircumcised dicks eat more dicks annually than uh, just, well, than, just the than Vegas whores. Just the tip of a dick. I'm wondering if a circum it's a, it's a uncircumcised crime. that's a crime in my book. If a foreskin of you jumps onto any part of another person's body and engulfs it. A crime is happening. You think it's a monster? Yeah, yeah it's very. There was just a crime horrific. recently, I think, in Vermont, right? About uh, not uh, about a foreskin about, swallowing about, something. <laughs> yeah, it's a key story. You didn't, you didn't catch that? It's coming up later in web rampant foreskin. <laughs> kills the entire elk population of northern Vermont. Yeah, that's the only engulfed it's, all of them. It's only it's only engulfing elk, so it hasn't been a big story yet. The second it engulfs a person, though. Yeah, and then they're gonna be they're all the crazy uh, supporters of the right to. I I can take down this foreskin, but we're gonna need a bigger moil. Things um, <laughs> so, um, 
being a circumcised uh, fellow myself, I'm always like, hey, you know, it's circumcised. But then when you actually like read about how I, it, there was a, yeah, it was like a thing in Burlington recently, I believe, where people were like, no uh, circumcision. Um, yeah, or, or really, it should be because it's mostly an aesthetic choice it's at this almost, point. Yes. It should be it should be left up to the kid to, to probably decide later in life. Be like, do I really want to undergo this procedure? Many many points I want to bring up here. No one wants a post baby time circumcision. No one wants an adult one. Uh, number, yeah, exactly. N- number two, uh, uh, if you are circumcised, it seems like the most normal thing on earth. And if you see an uncircumcised one, you kind of scream and throw your computer against yeah. the wall because you saw a monster. But, uh, I remember, I remember the first time I saw an uncircumcised penis. I was I didn't even know they existed. Like, yeah, I me was, too. I had I no was idea. blowing my friend out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking eight years old. No, um, no, I was. I was eight years old. You know, you're this kid. You're peeing. You don't care if you're whipping your wang out in front of everybody. Just peeing. And like, I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with your dick?" To my friend. <laughs> And, he, and he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with your dick?" And I was just like, "I don't know." And then we then we blew each other, and I was like, "This." Then is you high five with yeah. your dick still out, and it freeze framed. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's where our dads caught us, and we were no longer allowed to hang out because it was a different how you were time. Stuck in the air with your hands touching. <laughs> it's like two fire yeah. trucks to pull you apart. Yeah, yeah it was well, because we were docking. Yeah. They, they were still looking around the forest to find that stereo because their music was playing. <laughs> what the fuck is it? It's just magic. It happens when you freeze frame high five. Why? It just plays. Yeah, and uh, and then his uh, foreskin engulfed the tip of my penis, and uh, we've never been the same since. Actually, but, I've not talked to that friend in a long time. I wonder if he remembers that story. But also, with all of that being said and done, the idea of cutting off part of your dick at any age, even as a baby, is horrific sounding. Right. It sounds horrific and barbaric. Yeah. That being said, I don't remember it, so... You know, that being said, that uncircumcised be people are monsters. <laughs> if, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking a strong stance on circumcision. I will be holding a pitchfork rally on the state yeah. lawn. I like I like the, the there's all these like arguments against it and for it be like, oh health and blah 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 and you know they proof on each side you'd be like, Yes, but what about the fact that just they're monsters? They'll engulf the elks. Have you seen any elk? Just like, oh shit, this no, guy just, no we haven't. That's why you're just like the, the, the Trump of the circumcision party where like you're just saying crazy kooky things yep. but people are actually rallying behind you. Yeah. Right. Uh, speaking of monsters, um, I brought a story to the table for this week because of uh, what day we're recording on. We're uh-huh. recording on uh, what is semi-popularly semi-popular, known. That's a hard word to say for some reason for me. Uh, must be all that foreskin. and I'll let that go. Foreskin <laughs> <laughs> what? Stuck between your teeth? Yes, or something? <laughs> I was going to go with that. Um, it's basically uh, Columbus Day. But a lot of cities around the U.S. are starting to adopt the name Indigenous Peoples Day because right, yeah. of the uh, the horrific backstory of Columbus. Yeah, I think he, he, like did, on he a did local, nothing positive on a local level. And actually, I'm surprised that uh, I, I looked it up, and I don't think there's any uh, Vermont spots that have nope. that have uh, done it yet. Which Vermont, being as progressive as they are, and eh, I don't really give a shit about Columbus. You know, we're all as long as you don't try to fuck with Ethan Allen, I think we're we'd be good with that. I actually believe that you could probably bring that to the legislature and, and get well, it's actually not a statewide thing. You'd probably bring it to city councils, I think. And see lo- if Montpelier were doing it. I think it's locality based. Yeah. Um so yeah. Um but yeah, they they were looking at renaming it uh or people have been renaming it Indigenous Peoples Day because you're never gonna be able to take a federal holiday away from people because it means certain people uh generally like state jobs and, and federal jobs get the day off so you're not going to be able to take a day off from people um that already have it but you could rename it and be like hey why don't instead of this whole massacre you know of the native peoples we actually you know give them a day and yeah people like, exactly haven't we given them enough remember all that murder that was something <laughs> we gave them some gems too i guess 
Yeah, um, I mean, at this point in history, does anyone out there who's listening really have anything positive to say about Columbus? He didn't discover America, raped and murdered everyone he found. I, uh, literally, it is like like walking in and be like, all right, the king wants to see him. Ah, I gotta fuck that guy. (laughs) He's like, no, 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 Columbus, no, no, Jesus, just get the fuck out of here. Here's your money. Just go, go discover another world or something. I'm going to the Indies. Baby, I'm going to rape my way across the ocean. And, uh, that's how Columbus Day was born. Yeah, there's, there's direct quotes from Columbus. Uh, let's see. Uh, in speaking of the natives he encountered, uh, they are evil, and I believe they are from the island of Carib, and they eat men. He also described them as savage cannibals with dog-like noses that drink the blood of their victims. Mm, sounds about right. Um, yeah. Which basically, I think he painted enough of a picture where when anyone, when he arrived back to you know Spain with a boat full of natives that had been thoroughly beaten, raped, and murdered, and they're like... Columbus, is you, it's a bit of a party boat you have there. Uh, uh, it's a, I've heard of uh, heard of rape cruises, but whoa, have you? <laughs> but I think he needed some justification for how he was handling these people, or it was just a different day what and mean age. These people, no, oh, obviously animals, uh, monsters, uh, right? It, they're so darn rapeable. Wait, come on, <laughs> take a look at that fish. Tell me you wouldn't rape that fish. <laughs> But no, it's, I love that around the country we're slowly starting to move towards Indigenous People's Day, and this uh, only tangentially connects to Halloween, given the fact that Columbus is one of America's uh, greatest monsters, murderers, and rapists, which all fall into the category of horror in my book. I just, I feel like that's going to be like uh, like a Halloween month um, AMC, or like a History Channel show, like, welcome back to monsters, murderers, and rapists. <laughs> Today, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> and then it, then it says him uh, murdering and, and, and raping people. Yeah. We, we joined Christopher Columbus on the beach. Dirt is the first discovery. What's that you're holding there? It's a coconut. Can I rape it? <laughs> no. Well, I, can I, I rape you? You can I, try. I guess you can try. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> three well, minutes of an like. awkward, like, like MMA uh, wrestling uh, match between a conquistador a, and a native man wearing cloth. Yeah, just like ends grappling on the. Yeah. Just gra- well, it, I, I, I would like to think that one ends in well, them tearing to each rape. other, to show rape. each other his eyes. Tasteful. And I would say, like, even consensual, consensual uh, rape, consensual uh, dry humping. Yes, yeah, he, he's saying no, but not being held down. It's like over, over, only over the loincloth and he's uh he's definitely in his rectum and before the penetration happens because it's tv and they can't show it the camera pulls back doing a depth of focus shot where the faraway scene of him raping him blurs and what comes into focus is that coconut sitting in the sand okay and you just sit oh on the coconut and you hear like no 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 yeah, that's right. Can't believe we're raping this here uh, native people. And just before it fades, call to black, you Indian. No, don't. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Indian. Just before it fades to black to go to commercial, the coconut shifts a little, and just somebody just hits it with their dick, <laughs> and it's it cracks like plane, open. It's like a plane hitting a building. Yeah, this dick goes. <laughs> the coconut's nine eleven. Yeah. Uh, so Columbus Day. Speaking of 
Columbus Day uh, sucks, and I would encourage anyone, if you're involved with a state legislature in your state, or just a, one of those people who likes creating yeah, polls, petitions, and blogs, city, get city the council, word out. Get your, get your thing going, especially if you're from a, a more, I, I mean, I'd say like, you know, progressive, liberal mind and whatever, especially in the PC places, you know, and all that, um, that you would probably have a better yeah, This is one of the chance. few times where I totally condone PC behavior. Um, it's atrocities, well, things P- like PC this. PC behavior makes sense when it's, done, like, it's actually taken into context and you realize there's a reason to get behind it the problem yeah. i have with pc people is a lot of times they think there's a formula they can follow and they're just like this equals bad and they don't yeah. they're, they're too stupid to get context yep. so we're which is where like comedy comes in i'm pretty sure like comedians that use like kind of like uh would be considered un pc you know the louis ck's and the amy schumers and whatnot yeah, you use that would, they, would you use it like as, shock value to well, get points across yeah and and they're using it like a lot of times parodying the lack of pc anyway uh and it's just like to try to just have a formula that says you cannot say certain things. They're not actually helping by by doing that. No, so. and I try to do the exact opposite. I just label everything as PC police, no matter what the opinion is or how important it is. Boop, PC police. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what? I want to move into a new segment. We've talked enough about Christopher Columbus and how much of a horrible uh, rapey McRape rapey is. Uh, let's talk so about uh, trash, 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 right? Yeah. I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty, anything ragged or rotten or rusty, oh, I love trash, oh, I love trash, oh, I love trash. All right, what do you got for us? All right, this is a short one. Um, we haven't had a f- any for, what, a couple weeks now, but uh, it's basically because not everything's a golden gem. This is, I think, a gem only because... Uh, here, let me read it. Yeah. You can respond all you want. I'm shockingly excited to see the dentist tomorrow and get a couple teeth fixed or pulled. I'm just not looking forward to resorting to soft foods afterwards. Now, once again, as a disclaimer, every number that could be a number is a number, and every yeah. word that could be shortened two, down to a single letter was two, a letter. Two, T-O, T-W-O-T-O-O is always the number two. C is the letter C, not S-E-E. Now, now what I love... Uh, tomorrow, it, again, I think it takes way longer. First of all, you actually... Um, you, you were nice enough and added a couple. You, you said, Oh, I you, said it as yeah. normal as I could, yeah, unfortunately, because yeah, I first, couldn't read First of read all, this. there's no punctuation, so it starts out with M instead of I'm, um, and then get couple teeth fixed and you actually said get a couple teeth fixed. Yeah. So you're actually letting your brain do the do, do the, the reading. Fixing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now what I think is amazing about this is her understanding of her own dentistry is so amazing that it's I'm gonna get my teeth fixed or pulled. I like <laughs> that those are the options. Like no when I go to the dentist, I never am ambiguous about how many teeth I'm coming home with. <laughs> you're, pretty, you're like, like, they would be like, hey, you're going to come in for a pulling because you're like, oh, you know. Oh, uh, they tell you ahead of time when they're going to pull teeth usually or yeah, when she's you're just there. Like, she's hoping for fixing and then they're just going to be like, fuck, we can't do anything with this mess and just like pluck them out. Yeah, uh, it just the whole thing doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't know. Um, honestly, I think we're going to leave it at that because she's a train wreck. We, we, we can only report on the train wreckery yeah but the uh but the the cool the interesting thing about you bringing this story uh uh, to the show this week is just so happens if people have been listening uh you know through the month of october at least i uh, mentioned it earlier we've got um we've tried to get some sort of halloween themed sponsors and stuff like that and we actually do have this brand called uh um trashy mctrash bags 
who are actually our sponsor for this I'm week. really glad they jumped they're, on board. They're hefty, but not like the brand hefty. They're trashy McTrash bags, and uh, they're really good. So why don't we take a listen to, uh, to what they have to say about their nice, fine product. If you're like most people, you love killing, but hate the mess. All those pieces, all that blood, and that smell. Well, we're here to put your worries to rest. Introducing Trashy McTrash Bags. Armed with their patented odor lock technology and a triple reinforced lining, possibly made by NASA, you can have all the fun without all the fuss. No more mess, no more spills, and no more smell. But don't take it from us. Listen to what these real customers have to say. After mama died, I didn't know what I was gonna do. No precious little boy should have to go without his mama. Well, thanks to Trashy McTrash Bags, I don't have to worry about that anymore. All it took was one of Trashy's heavy-duty bags, some bungee cords in a decrepit rocking chair, and Mama's right back by my side where she belongs. And thanks to Trashy's patented odor lock technology, it barely even smells putrid in here. What's that, Mama? Well, of course I'm going to eat their faces. How else do you expect me to absorb their energy to pass along to you at a later date via ritualistic sexual means? She's like, I'm some kind of amateur or something. When I began sacrificing people to the evil Zorgon, the winged demon from the Sixth Circle, people looked at me like I was crazy. They'd come by my house and I'd barely be able to keep them there, thanks to all the various victim bits and pieces lying all around. Well, thanks to Trashy the Trash Bags, I finally have a way to store all my trophy parts. Now do you have a moment to speak with me about the power and wonder of the magnificent Zorgon? Taker of souls, resident of eternal darkness? You see, Zorgon, fallen from the fifth circle after Messi divorced from the... No, no, I understand. People are busy. I, I, I believe I have some literature here I can leave, though. I use mine mostly for yard work. Um, sticks and leaves, things like that. Being a sanitation officer is bad enough, but cleaning up the aftermath from our annual purge, that adds a whole different hassle. With Trashy McTrash bags, I was able to stuff an entire murdered family of four into a single bag, minus their heads. No one ever found the heads. Mommy put Daddy in one of these, and then Daddy took a long time nap. So, if it's the mess that was keeping you from going on a murderous rampage, and it's always about the mess, now you have no excuse. So, let's say Kevin keeps pissing you off. Now you can say, shut the fuck up, Kevin! No one wants to try your fucking homebrew. It smells like your hipster beard, Kevin. Beer should be more than just hops and water. Even if they are citra hops, no one fucking thinks you're cool. Into the fucking bag, Kevin. Into the fucking bag. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, order today and get a second set of Trashy McTrash bags free. Order in the next 10 minutes and we'll toss in an adorable air freshener scented like the acceptance of your absentee dad. How do we know if you called within the next 10 minutes? It's always the next 10 minutes. Kevin's not allowed. See terms and conditions for details. Thanks again to Trashy McTrash Bags. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, sounds like a good product. Maybe worth uh, leaving a five-star review for on uh, Amazon if they pop up there. I didn't see them on there before, but um, I may have been uh, Googling incorrectly. I always, I uh, sometimes Google incorrectly, improperly. That's what you tell um, the NSA. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to type in... Um, 
Actually, that's not really that's much. That's what they that... told me when we were playing doubles tennis this past week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Like, you better tell that Jeremiah to stop uh, <laughs> fucking up, up on the Google. Be like, oh, no, he has a Google problem. He just doesn't know how to Google properly. Um, speaking of Google, for no, no, not speaking of Google, fuck it. AV Club. <laughs> AV. AV Club, cause we're doing it. Dub, 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 dub. Dub is a style of music. If you put step behind it, that music usually sucks fucking wow oh breakdown uh av club uh only this time there's no a just the v okay that sounds awesome <laughs> that i always give you as much room as you need for that like you can usually you tell when, when, you let you move around when i just go <gasps> at the end uh they're you know some are better than others now, uh, this week's AV Club is Halloween-oriented. Uh, this past weekend was New York Comic Con, probably the second biggest Comic Con in the country, right yep, after San Diego. After San Diego, yep. Um, they had it goes, a panel. It goes, it goes uh, San Diego, New York, and Chase Con. Yep. I believe so. Yep. Um, good good poll there. Yeah, see, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. It just so happens we're going to be at Chase Con October 25th, I believe. Right? I believe you, that or the 24th. It's definitely one of those two days. <laughs> we'll get it right, and I'll <laughs> overdub it with something that sounds like my voice. Uh, perfect. So that day that I just said is when we're going to be at ChaseCon, which is uh, coming up. Yeah. And at New York Comic Con, they had a panel for Ash versus the Evil Dead, which is a new show coming on Stars, October 31st, Halloween night, which you, follows the... Do you get Stars? I do. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so I get Stars. <laughs> so you get Stars. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, owe, I owe you some money, I believe, actually, for a totally unrelated thing. Just <laughs> I'll I'll talk about about that I believe, after the show. I, believe I believe that's usually J- July-ish that I uh, that I have to re up my um, uh, subscription Your with membership you. <laughs> membership to this totally unrelated thing. Uh, go ahead, continue. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, both from the uh, Evil Dead series. Sam right. Raimi being the uh, creator of the series, and I believe the writer and director. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was the 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 man. And Bruce Campbell being the lead are back as the and team the behind. only Ash. I, I never saw the the remake. Uh, of Evil Dead, supposedly scary. It was a it was girl. Good, Ash. right? Yeah, it was really yeah. good. I watched it in the theater. Were, and were they home. actually named Ash, or was it just no, like, no, no? Okay, I was gonna say it was just Ashley. A, yeah, well, it could be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was really good on its own. It just as a separate movie. Like it, that, that's what the way I want to watch it. Yeah. Apparently, it's supposed to actually be cool, creepy, and all that. They kind just could have called it another can't... Cabin in the Woods movie, and it would have been awesome. Yeah, I, I, it looked good, and I'm, I'm the way that I am with horror movies. If it is, if it, if it is good, it is good. Yes. Yeah. And uh, this show, Asher's the Evil Dead, which is going to premiere on Stars as an hour-long weekly series, uh, apparently is amazing since they played the entire first episode as a surprise treat to the guests at the uh, New York City Comic Con panel for Asher's the Evil Dead. So jealous. Uh, yeah, anyone who saw it said it's great. Like a it's, schmuck, I'm going to have to wait like weeks. Another week or two, two. <laughs> uh, like um, three, three. Eight, yeah. Uh, Actually, it's a while. Apparently, it is a hard R like a lot of other Star series where they like to really do whatever they can get away with without getting an NC-17 rating. It's bloody, it's gory. It's just Christopher Columbus fucking a coconut and raping natives, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then and and Ash, Ash walks co- in. Yeah, pops out and goes, oh man, these guys. And then They're he walks coconuts. <laughs> yeah, man. He just like pops <laughs> Except for witty banter every once in a while, or just like a little witty aside, like, oh man, yeah, these coconuts. They raped my sensibilities. Oh boy, oh boy. Columbus. (laughs) More like Columb... You. You. (laughs) To us. Wow. I'll I'll Columb you. That was a great reach. I gotta, I, it, I gotta, now I gotta figure out what Columb means. Do you, um, do you want me to put more things on high shelves for you so you can keep reaching? 
<laughs> I, I started writing a song last night uh, that actually has some of the best puns I've ever come up with. Uh, awesome. So I feel okay losing that one. I, be, I believe I, I blew my wad uh, last night, which okay. is actually what Kalam means, is blowing your wad. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's okay. why I'm Kalam you. you means blow my wad on you. And Columbus. Do you, do, you, do you have any interest at all in talking about Ash vs. <laughs> Evil Dead? <laughs> I do. I was actually like, in my head. I was literally waiting until you were just finally like cut it the fuck out. I, like if you let me, I would have like filled the next thirty minutes just talking about random shit. Now, I do. Um, I do, and I have a. I do have a related story about me. Okay. After um, after we talk about this. Yeah, basically it's coming out October 31st. I think it's the third time I've said that. Um, uh, the thing that people are saying that's really great about it is the fact that Bruce Campbell playing the lead character, Ash, is really old now. And they don't ignore that at all. In fact, it appears to be like the center of a lot of the jokes on the show. Does he say like I'm getting too old for this shit? Hopefully, like, like all the time. Like and what he said that at the, be- the he says that at the beginning, and then he's not in the show for the rest of the time. <laughs> he's literally like, oh fuck, I'm just gonna go retire. I'm getting too old for this shit. And then the rest of the show is um, have you uh, Columbus. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't. You want to play a little bit of that right Let's now? Play like a clip from it so the uh, the listening audience. Yeah, can just get a, a just a little little piece of it. Pablo. I'm going to tell you something I've never told anyone. 30 years ago, my friends and I spent the night at a cabin. We found the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead. Certain passages were recited. It awoke something in the woods. Something evil. I was the only one to escape, but now the evil has found me. First thing I gotta do is see a guy about a book. There must be some spell I can say to undo all this. The other first thing I gotta do is some cardio, because my heart is jackhammering like a quarterback on prom night. Damn, I cannot wait for this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I have been uh, since I first heard about it, and I actually thought it was like a rumor, like I, you know, like a year ago. I was like, no way, this is really happening. Yeah. And I and when I first heard about it, I thought it was like a new movie, and then when I heard it was a new, and they, uh, apparently they're thinking of or preparing for a real Evil Dead four. Yeah, they're having so many issues. Like um, the Ashers of the Evil Dead series, if you don't know this already, only follows uh, Evil Dead one and two. It ignores Army of Darkness completely. Really? It does not. Which is funny. It, it never Evil states Dead... uh, here. Okay. It, it never states that it's not canon. It just doesn't reference it because they don't own the rights to it. But but does he still have like? I mean, you can still reference things like Boomstick and uh, and uh, he, he can which, say and do practically whatever he wants with without referencing on the, plot on the, points. Chainsaw from on the, the arm movie. still or chainsaw on the arm? I saw yeah. that in the trailer. So I mean, that's straight from. Did not uh, see. Did not see mechanical okay. gauntlet hand. So, so it's canon clearly because there are certain aspects of it probably, but it's just it's a matter of they can't necessarily they can't be like, that hey, film. remember that movie Army of Darkness? I like, think in the, he'll in the probably show? do vague references like you know there was that time I was really in that far movie Army away. of Darkness. <laughs> 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 Fuck! For the last time, Bruce Campbell. I know you're getting old. Doesn't mean you have to. There's one episode where for no reason he just comes on set in a full set of knight's armor. <laughs> <laughs> like on a horse. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm yeah looking forward to this obviously for uh, well regardless. Of, but I thought the thing about Evil Dead One and Two is I always felt like Evil Dead Two was kind of like an it's intentional of co- comedy of number one because it pretty it tells retells the story. The first one was supposed to be sort of scary, yep. campy of course, 
but it got over the top laughs a lot to do with actually Bruce Campbell and then they kind of remade it um, like intentionally that way in number two yeah, which was it's fucking very, amazing it's a very weird series because the first one is a standalone movie the second one is basically a remake of that first standalone movie the third one being a direct sequel of the second, but with a completely different title. Yeah, and it also had like it's a so it had weird. a bigger budget, and it was a it actually felt like a totally different movie, like uh, style wise, a little more like fantastic. Which I mean, I, I love them both as as a group, but I actually just surprised like one of my friends who actually likes the first two movies was talking to uh, on Saturday, and he was actually surprised that he was like, "Shit, I didn't realize like Army of Darkness was even one of those." Like I thought it was just a standalone movie. Wow, like, all right, all okay, right, interesting. I saw Army of I Darkness mean, in the theater when I was a kid. Uh, I yeah I, I did not I just saw it on uh, the the VHS I believe and um, so I I was lucky enough do you know the company Mondo they do uh, nope. they do fucking amazing well they have really cool toys and uh, they rape people in the Caribbean great <laughs> I think you're thinking of uh, Columbus or Columbia oh 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 I <laughs> get it we're trying, not, we're now going to celebrate Indigenous Mondo Day. Uh, Mondo is a company that makes awesome um, they're really well known for their silk screen posters of like. Uh, limited edition prints and stuff like that. Okay. I was lucky enough to have uh, what they do is they send you a, if you sign up for their newsletter or on their Twitter feed, they'll send you like a 24 hour notice of they're like tomorrow sometime during the day we're going to put these on sale and then usually within like a half hour they're sold out. Okay. So you have to like pay attention. But anyway, I was lucky enough to get a fucking you're, you're going to crap when you see this too uh, when I get it in the mail. Um, hopefully not on the poster but I was lucky enough to get a uh, 24 by 36 Evil Dead 2 poster that they did. Two color screen print red and wow, black. Wow. Okay. And you'll, uh, I'll show you a picture after we're done here but it's really cool. I wanted the variant um, even though I actually like the regular better but the variant sold out like immediately because they're worth more. Um, already the poster pretty much I, I bought it for like 60 bucks and immediately Mondo stuff goes right back into eBay. People are selling them before they even receive them for like, uh, you know, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. Okay. Um, anyway, I just wanted to relay that because it's the first Mondo poster I've ever actually bought. I kept thinking about pulling the trigger and finally was like, shit, I didn't realize they were only like 45 bucks. And uh, so I'm going to probably be buying a bunch of those. Uh, if you go to their website, mondotees.com, it's actually really fucking cool. They don't need the. Uh, press or anything. Maybe we could reach really out big. to them uh, for a sponsorship though down the they're road. They're fucking pretty pretty big. They're awesome. Um, yeah, but they also have like, uh, they're mondotees.com I think they started out t-shirts and stuff. They're better known now I think for the screen prints and their movie showings and their licensing, but they also have some really cool toys and stuff too. Um, they have like their own exclusive licensing on certain things. They do limited print runs of everything and then they kind of destroy uh, things after that. So uh, that was just me being like, man, look what I got and uh, on a podcast, which doesn't really work. Fair enough. Hey, uh, you know what? I think I want to move directly into web droppings. How do you feel about that? I feel great about that. Web dropping. Our first web dropping this week is, it has the best title I think I've read all week. And it fits our hol- uh, Halloween holiday uh, yeah. podcast. O- only, so because really, only because of the uh, headline, really. If it wasn't for the, the headline, I think it would be, we wouldn't necessarily have reached out and be like, oh, this is a scary story. Well, they also refer to it as this, as if that's what they're called. Uh, what we're talking about are vampire breast lifts. Yes. Uh, this is Not a, breast implants, breast lifts. Lifts. Yes. This is a new procedure that costs roughly fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and what they do is they inject uh, heavy platelet blood from one part of your body into your breast. Yeah, I believe it's the plasma specifically. Yep, they use. I don't know if you've ever uh, given uh, blood or uh, if you give, not willingly. If you, <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten slashed up in the alley a lot in my in my razor fights. Grab a but, cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really cool. I've got when you give double red, they actually 
take two pints of blood. And the reason they can do that is because they separate everything out and put everything except for the red blood cells like back into you. So they put the, you can actually see the plasma like getting yeah. separated and it's like a like centrif- centrifuge. It's, it's a centrifuge and it looks like beer because that for the first time I actually did it, I was like, is that supposed to look like that? Or do I just like drink too much? And it looks like Switchback, which is a brand of beer here. It's like a kind unfiltered. of a milky, unfiltered beer, nice head on it. Um, so anyway, yeah, so they, they use the specifically the plasma to pump back into to the booby. Yep, and it, uh, it gives lift, uh, rejuvenates. Uh, it says enhances cleavage, which I just mean, I, I guess it plumps them. So if you had cleavage, you know, a better cleavage. Well, and it's supposed to be like almost like a longer term thing, too. Like it's not like Last an immediate years. thing. It's, it's actually like... Immediately, you'll see some effects, but it's usually after like a couple of weeks or so, you'll see the best effects. And then it'll last, yeah, like months after, you'll still see the effects like pretty clearly. And it will last a long time. And it's natural. Like it's actually your own, it's your own blood they're yeah. taking. The and- blood basically, uh, it reinvigorates the breast to start producing natural, uh, what is it? Natural tissue? Tissue, yes. But, yeah. uh, which it's basically the best way to bulb alter yourself. Yeah. Bulb tissue. If That's... you have to alter yourself. Yeah, well, because well, at first I was like, oh, I, I saw the, the I clip like of them injecting something, something, and I'm like, oh, okay, they they found something weird. Or and then I was like, oh wait, no, this sounds like it actually makes medical sense, and it's your own blood or your own platelet or yep. plasma, platelet heavy plasma, and they um. It's cheaper and than breast implants. Way it cheaper. Lasts for and, and it's not less like time, but well, but yeah. Then you just get it done. Like if you get it done even twice a year, once every six months, if that ever was like possible, people could actually like build that into their budget. At like, sure. At like, I mean, for people who get like this kind of procedure done. Netflix or boobs. Netflix or boobs. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why do you have to? Oh, did you see that? Uh, apparently, I only saw this as a little pop up on HuffPost Weird News, so I haven't checked on the. Uh, uh, the exact I haven't snopes it but um, apparently there, there's a condom brand now called Netflix and Chill are you serious yeah we, we talked about Netflix yeah, we talked and about Chill that recently last, so uh, two yeah you can ago. you can listen to a couple episodes back listen to them all and listen to our talk on Netflix and Chill uh, but yeah apparently there's a condom brand that name that oh, that's amazing so, thanks to HuffPost weird news uh, pop-ups on the Twitter feed now um, our next story comes out of uh, Parma Ohio and it is a gruesome Halloween display that's apparently upsetting kids and parents alike in the small community. Um, this Ohio family has put up a Halloween display, which is considered to be too gruesome for their town. It's actually located it, pretty close to an elementary school. It looks really cool. I gotta say, it's, uh, it's, I can understand dead the bodies. I can understand being the people being upset about it for the kids' sake. Yeah, because it really is good it's enough graphic. to where yeah. Well, what isn't one of like, it's pretty much bodies hanging from trees. Let's see. There's a there's a dead body wrapped in cellophane and that's rope the one that's, hanging from a tree. That one's the one that could probably trick people because who fucking knows, you know? Yeah. There's also a extremely lifelike woman crucified upside down with knives through her neck and blood all over her hands and face. I like the the owners of this were just like, we didn't realize it was going to cause such a stir. I'm just yeah. like, what do you consider bad in your head? I mean. Again, awesome if you're doing this for like a, a haunted house theme or something like that. This is like on their on their lawn. Right on their front lawn in front of their front door. And again, fucking awesome. Kudos. Like uh, rats off to you. Uh, but seriously, that's like you got to have a little tact. Yeah. There's also like skulls on a, on a pike. There's uh, gravestones, uh, danger signs, a gargoyle. Uh, it's a variety of things. A bunch of dead elementary school kids <laughs> in a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, we were okay with the dead bodies hanging upside down, but the second you murdered all those kids, but, oh, it's a Halloween thing. I didn't realize. Goody goo, it's Ohio. The great thing is, is that city officials were asked if there's something that could be done about this display because it was scaring some of the children, and they said, no, it's uh, the freedom of expression, and it's on their own property. And right. quite frankly, Halloween is about scaring people. Like, I, I really see nothing wrong with this. Well, yeah, no, and, and I, I, I can definitely understand where, like, I personally would probably exercise different tact because I'd be like, oh, if I'm doing this, I'm trying to yeah, shock people. Yeah, but I'm not calling the cops But, but on at, the, at the same time, just like, you walk by, it's a short-lived holiday, your kids are seeing way worse on TV. You, you, you don't think your fucking 12-year-old's been watching the Saw franchise for, like, five years? I mean, seriously. I, I started watching Friday the 13th when I was, like, six years old. You you start, you you get into it, and I, I've murdered a minimal number of yeah, people. My, my kids both watch that uh, new animated series that's uh, Netflix original, uh, Crucif- Upside Down Crucified Billy, and uh, The Adventures of uh, His Whaling Platoon. Oh, okay. It's about a young boy who works with Japanese whalers on a uh, barge, uh, whaling, of course. But is he, uh, wait, is he always he's, he's crucified always upside, upside down? upside down crucified, and there's a pogo stick built into the crucifix, so he and, bounces on his head. Oh, okay. But he, but he like, has to, like, grab something? He's like, oh, bother. Oh, he's constantly trying to save the Japanese whalers from going overboard. Oh, he's trying harpooning. to save the Japanese whalers. He, he hates whales, yeah. Um, whales are who crucified him. There's a lot of flashbacks to the time where whales lived on Ooh. land, and everyone no, was No, you Billy. dirty whale! Ooh. Yep. Every no. everyone's Billy, and uh, they're the Billies everywhere were slowly hunted to extinction by the whales. By the whales, and is that wait? So is that why the Japanese whalers actually whale them now? Is it for revenge? Or is no, that completely just, unrelated. Japanese people are the just shitty. Yeah, yeah. They're just shitty assholes and fuckers. <laughs> they're still just about like the 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 blubber trade and whatnot. Yeah, and, uh, and perverts. Yeah. Let's not forget the Japanese men are perverts. Yeah, but much more perverted than uh, than. But yeah, than all us. all the Billies were killed except for the very last one who was crucified upside down as a final like fuck you to, to billies they were a culture subculture in sub-saharan africa so fuck you to billies everywhere yeah okay and uh yeah the last and he was Billy left there as like back. a warning to the, he, the billies yeah, he, came, he came back a week later from the dead still on the cross upside down not and unlike a, a certain man who's uh whose name rhymes with bezos beist christopher columbus and i'm talking about christopher columbus <laughs> ladies and gentlemen christopher columbus i was thinking maybe like he would come out and sing a song like conway twitty on family guy yeah yeah <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe uh, i'll have to write a christopher columbus song at some point yeah so um so yeah uh gruesome halloween displays uh not our cup of tea for doing but awesome to see and no one should take them well down. I, I would love to like uh, yeah and That's i would it. love to be able to like uh, and That's the it. other thing too is like it's one like offensive holiday setups first of all the difference between an upside down crucified something and a right side up crucified something is just the difference between this one family doing it for Halloween and everybody else who's Christian putting that up for Christmas. It's okay to see you one dude bleeding from a cross with fuck. It was even worse. Like Jesus things are worse. They've got a crown of thorns. That's fucking oh, over the top. Jesus. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm talking about like it's, no, it's, no. It's, you were making bad. me rethink my uh, my Christmas display. I on okay. my front lawn was gonna have an upside down crucified Santa. I think that'd be adorable. I know, me too. Like, but, like but literally, you're now like, go to the mall, it. find a mall Santa, and fucking nail him to an upside down cruci- well, cross. I think I, cross. Would, I think I would nail. It's him not a to... crucifix until somebody yeah. until Jesus is on it. Right? I think is I would crucify it? him on a right side up one, and then turn it upside down. I think that would be easier. Well, it would definitely be easier because then you got to like hold somebody's legs like they're doing a fucking uh, uh, keg stand. And like try to get some like oh hold that and you're like then you're trying to hammer the you could always put a thing pivot in. on it with a pole behind it so it spins oh like every time you go to work you just slap one of his arms and he's like vroom, vroom, or yeah you know, it becomes vroom, like and the, you never uh, know how it's gonna land <laughs> it's like it's it's 
what you use as like the chore wheel yeah. for you, like you and your roommates. You're like, I don't know, spin the fucking dead Santa, bloop. And then he's like, I gotta do dishes again. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then like put sparklers on it. So it makes like a the sparkler, yeah. Little, little holes for sparklers. Ooh, and then you can do long exposure photography of it so it just looks like there's a ring of fire around a spinning blurry Santa crucified. <laughs> <laughs> I smell art project and that's how you get away with these things. You do. Just put the word art in front of it. Hey, uh, speaking of art. Yes. Um, are you familiar who Daphne du Maurier is? Uh, absolutely. Um, Possibly because you uh, Googled her in front of me. I did. And um, I was like, yeah, Google her. A lot of people probably don't know who she is. Um, I, I did not. Well, I, I know the work she's She's a British done. author. Yeah. Uh, she was known for actually doing a bunch of horror stories, the most famous of which was The Birds. It was a short story that Alfred Hitchcock adapted to a uh, major motion picture. Which was called Psycho. The Birds is such a classic that it's been remade. We've had Birdemic, which was kind of a parody of it. Even uh, recent car commercials featured a remake of a scene from The Birds using uh, drones. Yeah, it, it's very, it's, very it's, famous. It's very well known. She, it, she's it, very like a lot obscure, of, but yeah. she, her work is well known. Yeah. One of her most obscure works was a short story she wrote that was basically lost for the better part of 70 years. And what it was was a horror story about sex toys. Um, what I thought when I first heard that title was like haunted dildos. Right, um, yeah. We've, I, I yeah. don't know, fleshlights that eat people. Of course, they, would, they wouldn't have had back in 1937, but... But yeah, this story takes place in 1937. Dildos they did. <clears throat> was written in 1937 and features the equivalent of male real dolls that uh, the two women protagonists of the story then have sex with. And the real dolls kind of come to life and are sinister and evil. Uh, she describes one of them as being a 16-year-old uh, with a pointy nose who's pin thin and pale and has dark eyes, the eyes of a hawk, and oh. hair that is sleek and dark and brushed back from the white forehead. I'd like to thought that like she brings in, like, bird references to every single story eyes she writes. Eyes of a hawk, yeah. <laughs> just like, yes, and he had very, uh, you know, talon-like fingers <laughs> as he, it's like, why the fuck are you have this obsession with birds, lady? It says, it says uh, crazy lady. Here's a, here's a small excerpt. Uh, Rebecca took the lamp and held it over the chair. This is Julio, she said softly. I stepped closer and saw what looked to be a boy of about 16 dressed in a dinner jacket, shirt, and waistcoat, and long Spanish trousers. His face was the most evil thing I have ever seen. And apparently it goes on with um, this being oh, a sex toy. Don't stop. Don't. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Please. What what happened with this 16-year-old motherfucker? Are you doing your best uh, Daphne <laughs> impression? Oh, fuck. I just, it's jizz. That was the sound of me masturbating, ladies and gentlemen. Baby birding. Baby. Baby. When you jizz into your hand. While Baby birding. While, oh, while reading about... Women's uh, works of fiction. Who, Daphne who use du bird Marie imagery. or whatever. Yeah, is is called baby birding. Baby birding. Like when I, I. Well, that's when you jizz in your own mouth and then you swap it back and forth and you spit into somebody else's. I believe that we just coined that. It could I, actually. I I, 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 that's I bet now a thing. You know, I bet it's on Urban Dictionary already. Yeah, so the idea is here is that she wrote a uh, a very old now horror story about a sex doll that comes to life. Yeah, a sixteen year old uh, a sixteen year old male sex doll, which named, probably named probably wasn't underage in 1937. I don't know. Which uh, which fine. I think puts us at the oldest ever in history written sex doll story. 
It's I like think. the earliest, almost like fanfic in a way, only it wasn't really fan. I guess it wasn't fanfic. Yeah, right? so if you, but think, it's erotic if you fiction, think the Japanese yeah. are weird and perverted for coming up with, uh, you know, real dolls and robot kids. Yeah, this lady out. Uh, huh? This lady wrote about this British. way before anyone was making them. So, yeah. And then, like, it's kind of like Star Trek when you watch it, like, oh, my God, we have cell phones and they had those things. And now, like, you go back to her, you're like, she fucking, that's the reason we have uh, Sex dolls. real dolls. Yeah. And, and child it, rape. And they, well. There we go. <laughs> so just didn't get didn't get that one out of our system last week, did we? <laughs> Call back. All, All right. right. All right. Um, our next story comes out of Connecticut. Um, Connecticut school districts have banned Halloween to accommodate with cultural right, you beliefs found in this, our new PC world. You found this like right before we did the show, so I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. So school me, sir. Yeah, um, this comes out of uh, Live Oaks School, uh, which is part of the Milford Public Schools uh, group in Milford, Connecticut. That's not too far from us. That's No, it's nice really England, not. Baby. Yeah. Um, the school is now discontinuing a popular costume parade, uh, banning the students and the staff from wearing costumes of any kind, and is now rebranding October 31st as a fall-themed holiday day. Um, there will be no more Halloween food in the classes, uh, they actually blame or they actually blame Michelle Obama's school lunch rules for that by uh, those being an excessive treat. Fits outside of the uh, standards for health and nutrition. Okay, I find that to be a little reaching, but I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, just to place the blame on Michelle Obama. The other thing too is, uh, I mean, I guess I, I don't know those rules. I guess you, you would think that there would be some like exceptions for special occasions. I don't know, say not Halloween or whatever they call it. Yeah, fall, totally. Fall themed holiday one. Um, yeah. The idea is the school board decided to do this because certain families are feeling excluded on Halloween because they don't allow their kids to take part in Halloween festivities. Well, let them fucking do it. It's your choice. Yeah, I know. Totally. When I was in school, I remember having some Jehovah's Witness students in our classes. You you probably oh, remember those. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, they basically sat out while we did like holiday oriented things. Okay. Okay. I can, I can see some of that, I guess. But you do, Jehovah's uh, Witnesses celebrate nothing. They're like, they're like Christians meet nihilists. Yeah. And, uh, so, but, but I feel like Halloween is just, it's not, I mean, I know it's based on pagan shit and whatever, which means it really shouldn't be religious whatsoever. I mean, if, if Jehovah's Witnesses aren't allowed to celebrate it, they're not really allowed to celebrate anything then, um, including like birthdays and stuff. But, um, if, if they're not allowed to celebrate it, like, I mean, technically Christians shouldn't be celebrating it either. It's really, it, it, and I, I was telling you earlier, I grew up Catholic and, uh, in the church, they would pretty much be like, well, we're going to call it this, but you still go out and collect the candy. And when you dress your kids up, just don't dress them up as the devil or like monsters that are, you know, demonic and shit. And we'll be good with it. They're, they're like, and that's, that's Catholicism. That's pretty fucking like, yep. like heavy handed shit. And they're just like, man, whatever. Kids want candy. They don't give it. They're not paying attention to the, the ritual. They're not. No. And this, shit. this is just hurting the children who just want to have a fun day and play in their costumes. Fucking let them eat some candy one for day. one day. One day. And poison themselves for one day. You're, no, you, it's, it's I mean, definitely. I'm okay with you taking all the other shit out of the school so they don't get all fatty fat and shit. But like, just, uh, you know, it. Allow them one day. Yeah, Come this on. this is Christ a sake. this Don't is the PC the... police going a little crazy. It was one uptight parent who was like, "Everyone needs to do what we do because we're right," and forced an entire school to change their policy. Well, yeah, because you because you have to be so inclusive, it means you're actually excluding the majority by by the time you're doing absolutely. This. And I'm not saying again, like I don't you don't want to rub the very specific faction of beliefs. I do believe that you know removing Christian themed you know 
holiday celebrations and stuff from the classroom and renaming them certain things to include other people makes a lot of sense to do that. So if they were allowed to like keep all of the, uh, just to rename it, but keep all of the structure of this as some kind of like, hey, whatever. But it seems like Jehovah's Witnesses aren't going to be allowed to celebrate anything, period. So you're really just saying like, hey, we just, uh, I mean, and I'm just using them as, as an example. There's probably plenty of other people um, and uh, religious factions who maybe have an issue with it, but just call it what it is. Let's go. Let get our kids some fucking candy day and let them dress up day. That's I agree. It. And if you agree, uh, if you go to change.org, uh, there is actually a petition up. Um, 350 parents from that school have signed the petition already, and it's open, I believe, to the general public uh, asking the school yeah. to change back their policy and not to hurt these children in their uh, developmental okay, phase okay. by by basically saying, you know, you're not allowed to do fun things that every other kid is doing right now. And and again, yeah, fine if you want to rename it and restructure it so you're not necessarily. But nobody's teaching anything about like it's not it's not like Christmas where people are like it's Christmas and it's about Jesus dying on the thing and doing on coming back to life and his birthday and all that. Actually, that's more Easter, I guess. But uh, it's his birthday, which it isn't. Um, also very pagan. Well, but it's, they, it's, the it's, teachers are allowed to teach about this. It's up to them whether they decide to. The, the, well, there is an opening here where the school board has said. You may teach about Halloween, but and you then, can't and then, celebrate it. But it, again, just call it like, yeah, call it Fall Holiday Zero One, and then that's fine. Just whatever, you know. Don't have to call it Halloween if that fucking makes them happy to include everybody. But I just need to let, say it, but let the I, kids do. I, what they I do. say call it Halloween. Well, I, I do too because it doesn't actually have it's, to. It's it's not religious. It's not centric. religious. Um, it's not a. It's not like a very specific religion. It's just a holiday. It's like saying. I mean, Jesus Christ, they're, uh, they're probably fucking celebrating Columbus Day and probably teaching their kids about, like, isn't Columbus great? He invented America. Because, <laughs> you know, fuck it. Why not? And then you teach them later, like, actually, all that shit we tell you, he kind of he was all about raping and, man, that... You should watch his coconut movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna... We're gonna have a, uh, a movie day today. All right, and uh, to finish out the show, we have a uh, Vermont news story, and we only get one of these once in a while that really fits our show because it's kind of a boring state that we live in, but we have a very rich uh, Vermont news story. Yeah, and we're bringing this more as like a, bro, breaking news, special announcement kind of thing, because it's not really really Halloween-related, but uh, we have covered this character, Mr. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid Uh, had a meltdown about nine months ago on social media when he put up a YouTube video of him uh, fucking fucking humping his wife while she wore a Rupert Murdoch mask. At the camera. And he he already, like, was clearly... Fucked up, and then you read more about him, and he's got all these crazy conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, he, he's been hiding in Canada, even though uh, they wouldn't allow him uh, asylum. He was hiding there from accusations in California that his house that he sold, he then squatted in and destroyed and vandalized, to a yeah. felony level of vandalization. Yes, and to, to the point where he it was like millions of dollars or something like yeah. that, like two million dollars that he was going to owe the state or something yeah. like that. I can't remember. So, I don't know the so exact So he ran number. and hit to Canada. Whatever. And Canada turned down his uh, his plea to stay there and basically said, get the hell out. You're like, you are fucking, you are poison. Yeah. Which so, is too bad. So he, he, was, he, he used he to be left. really funny and he's clearly got some mental issues. And I kind of wish he would get better because I want to see a Kingpin 2 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, me too. But, uh, or maybe another uh, good vacation movie. But uh, so it's too bad. I hate to shit all over yeah, him because he, uh, he's done so many good things. But. He got busted trying to cross the uh, Canadian-U.S. border in Vermont. Highgate, in Highgate, which is the easy place to get across. It's where people go yeah. and they're like, I don't want to deal with the real border folks. That's why he yeah. tried, yeah. 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 It's a very lax border crossing. There's like three cars a day and they're like, all right, we're going to do that. But uh, yeah, he was stopped with his wife, uh, Evie. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they were both detained. 
And uh, he entered a plea, right? Nope, he was actually brought to the courthouse this Monday, today, on Columbus Day. I didn't know the courthouses ran on Columbus Day. Uh, but he entered, He did not enter a plea at all. Uh, his wife was arraigned in Burlington, a completely different town. Um, she's being denied any kind of... I'm sorry, I'm reading the story as we talk. I thought I had read through all this, but I see the things have changed as of today. Oh, yeah, there, there are updates. Yeah, like, these are updates. I'm actually trying to catch myself up while we're on the up show. Up to the minute, which means two days late by the time you hear this. But Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, she is being held on $500,000 bail that she cannot pay. And apparently Quaid is two. Yeah, they're yeah, not I, rich I, I people feel, at the moment. No, no. I feel like if they had that kind of money, they wouldn't have been squatting in their old place in California. Like, yeah, so currently they're both spending time in jail in Vermont and are probably going to be extradited back to California to face I charges on felony vandalism. I smell a GoFundMe. I wish there was some way we could go talk to him while he's in his jail cell, but I don't think we could unless we were his lawyer. Probably not, no. But uh, uh, yeah, we'll keep you up to date on uh, Randy Quaid uh, uh, behind bars in Vermont. Yeah, um, and uh, you can catch us in the meantime on uh, Twitter at The Lost, the Lost at, at Home. home. <laughs> I, don't know, I can't remember because we're Lost at Home podcast.com which yep. is where you want to go to find our, our that's show. our website uh and you want to go to facebook just the lost the at lost home at home podcast. right yeah. yeah the lost home podcast <laughs> that's why you take this every week i usually do this every week so i got the spiel you can down. do okay if, if you're talking to anybody from the lost at home podcast on social media you clearly you probably know it's it's mostly scott it's mostly i me. send the messages through you and i get them on my phone it's not that i don't know how you to use a it Ouija board. i'm a i'm a tech guy <laughs> I, I know how to use the shit i just i'm just really not as responsive as scott is so no cheer does all his uh editing stuff behind the scenes he's yeah, a which, master at the computers uh me i'm a i'm a talker so yeah. so it, it works perfectly it's the reason everything succeeds so yeah those places i'm at sonic jalopy on uh twitter as well and i will be posting some new stuff uh, I promise that all the time um, uh, on Twitter, mostly probably links out to my SoundCloud and I should probably start using social media. No, we're going out on a song and I like yes. that. I just learned from reading this story. Um, the song is called Star Whackers, correct? Yes. And it's kind of conspiracy theory driven because he has this conspiracy. And actually, a lot of what he was talking about in that rant video from nine months ago or so were the was, Hollywood star whackers. Yes, exactly. And uh, who he believes killed Heath Ledger and David Carradine. Yep. And, and, and now we're out to get and him. they're out to get him because he's on that same level. So uh, we're going to go out on um, Randy Quaid and what's the name of the band? Randy Quaid and the Fugitives, which is really it's funny. It's a great name Because now I, sh I believe they should just be called the Fugitives because I'm pretty sure he could be lumped in or could have been lumped in with that. Yep. So this um, is uh, Randy Quaid's band, yeah, Randy Quaid can, and the Fugitives, and I would say playing Star Wars. Fuck it. Go, go buy it on iTunes 500,000 times so they can set their bail. Uh, and there's also an accompany, accompanying film, which I haven't watched yet because um, we just found out about this. Is it another YouTube Film. I believe so. Yes. Uh, I just want to. I just want to watch like an hour and a half of him dry humping his wife with different masks on. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Star Whackers, Randy Quaid and the Fugitives. Enjoy it. Listen up again um, next week as we'll be uh, hopefully interviewing a nice uh, metal band next week, uh, we and it's going to be kind of a music centric episode. But cookie in the crotch nuts. Yeah. And in, in the meantime, you can enjoy this music. From, from the Lost at Home podcast, enjoy Randy Quaid and the Fugitives Star Whackers.
what the hell it was all for. I'm talking about whackers. Stage of murder, suicide. I'm talking about whackers. Those cheesy star whackers. Whackers. Career hijackers. Whackers. Those sleazy star whackers. Whackers. When you feel your heart start to explode, you'll be the number one YouTube download. With you more famous when you die, they'll have more ways to suck you dry. Put your name and face on all the mags. Lots of pictures of your body bags. Vital organs on eBay. I'm talking about whackers. Star Wackers. <gasps> Wackers.